Professor Coldwell, thank you very much indeed for talking to Cambridge Judge Business School today about the new economic uh, thinking uh, conference. You are an expert on the collected works of Hayek. Can you just tell me a, a little bit about what you told the conference? Well, um, the conference was at King's College, Cambridge, and it was held there because, of course, Keynes, uh, that was his college. And Hayek, uh, although very famous in his own right, uh, in this particular context is famous for a debate that he had with Keynes back in the early 1930s. So I started out talking just a little bit about the uh, origins of that debate. It, it actually started with, with Hayek uh, reviewing, writing a review of, of a book uh, that Keynes wrote, not the general theory, but a treatise on money, and an exchange between the two of them that, uh, that ensued. Uh, the other uh, stuff that I talked about regarding Hayek was, uh, well, he's, he's known as someone who uh, embraces free markets and uh, is a bit suspicious of the effectiveness of regulation. So I talked a little bit about that, and I ended my talk uh, talking about his contributions to the theory of complex phenomena, his uh, view that he thought that the economy is an example of something that that represented a complex phenomena, and that uh, as as such, it's uh, it's quite hard to make predictions. M uh, not much more than a pattern prediction is what he said uh, would be possible, and that when you make explanations, you can explain the principle of how things work, but uh, but often can't get much beyond that. So, so does that conversation about complex phenomena actually uh, hold sway today? Do we know how we could apply it? <coughs> to the current financial crisis, one might say, well, don't investigate it. <laughs> well, it, it, it is a, that's a very good question. Uh, uh, certainly from Hayek's point of view, what it would suggest is that regulation uh, is quite difficult when you're dealing with something as, as, uh, as large as that. And I think this came out uh, in talks by people who might politically be quite, uh, quite opposite Hayek uh, in their beliefs, but just the recognition that... Uh, Regulation is always backward-looking. You, you look at the last crisis and you say, well, here are the things that we need to do to avoid that. But uh, uh, it's not anticipating the next crisis, and indeed it's, it would be quite difficult to do that. And in terms of looking at the history of economics and the history of economic thought, do you think it does have relevance today? Well, I'm the director of the Center for the History of Political Economy at Duke University. Uh, this is a center that was just set up a year and a half ago. And our mission is to promote and support uh, teaching and research in the history of economics. So I'm obviously a biased uh, uh, observer on this particular point. But uh, yes, I think the history of thought uh, uh, has many benefits, the study of it, uh, to those who undertake it. Uh, one thing that I said at the conference is that Duke is, as far as I know, uh, maybe one or two, maybe there is one or two others, but certainly one of the places, uh, one of the only places in the United States where people can still get graduate training in the history of ideas. And as to its uh, benefits, well, I think, first of all, uh, when you study Adam Smith, you're communing with uh, one of the greatest minds uh, uh, in, uh, who's ever uh, written on economics, for example. So you're communing with, uh, with, with, with people who have uh, really interesting and important things to say. Uh, and I think you usually need a, a teacher to go along with that, though, because uh, if you just try to read Adam Smith on your own, uh, a lot of people could get frustrated. But also, uh, I think more importantly, it's part of the broad liberal education of an economist. And economists are are known for the narrowness of their uh, of their education and uh, their ability to speak with each other, but uh, not often to be able to speak with people outside their own profession. 
a final uh, advantage, I think, of it is that uh, it it helps you see that, in fact, uh, the history of ideas is a history of battles. Uh, the way that economics is today, uh, it wasn't just simply a straight line uh, development, but uh, various groups uh, contested uh, how to look at the economy, and indeed there are different ways of looking than what we have in the mainstream today. So. The mainstream today is very much dominated by maths, which has dominated this conference in the sense that the realists would like to see the modelling changed and adapted. Well, I think uh, it's uh, a question of some import. I don't think most uh, economists would want to say, let's get rid of math altogether. Uh, certainly, uh, most economists would say that. But I think what uh, was being suggested by at least some people at the conference was to lean against the wind a little bit, to, to not uh, be so sure that the only way of presenting economic ideas is through uh, a mathematical model. If we then look to the crisis we're in today, what do you think Keynes might have said? Have you ever had any of those conversations with any of, of those great masters of the past? How do you think he might have weighed up uh, the situation we're in today, the crisis. He was an interesting person in the following, well, in many ways, but in, in, in regards to that particular question, he was not a big fan of econometrics, for example. So it's not clear to me that he would have uh, said, well, uh, if we just had better econometric tools, we would have been able to anticipate this. He certainly would be in favor of uh, attempting a, a stimulus package to try to increase aggregate demand during a recession. Uh, nationalization of banks has happened in the United States. Not sure how he'd feel about that. He he didn't really uh, seem to be uh, as uh, as strong towards nationalization as some of the people with with whom he and Hayek uh, debated. So, uh, very interesting question, though. Yeah, I'd like to sit on the bench with him. Then just one more going into the future. Keynesian economics, fiscal stimulus, it did pull us out of the crisis, whether or not we're going into to a double dip or whatever. Actually, it's those theories of Keynes that saved the world banks. Well, uh, one of the wonderful things about economics is that you can't really do the counterfactual. We don't know what really would have happened had, say, for example, we taken a Hayekian approach we certainly were told that if we if we don't do this, uh, the world was going to go uh, immediately to hell in a handbasket. And we have had some uh, form of recovery. But I would just point out that, uh, at least in the United States, uh, before the, the TARP program was passed, uh, the uh, and, it, and it took two votes before it passed uh, Congress, uh, everyone was saying, well, if we don't do this, the unemployment rate is going to go up to 8%. And there was such doom and gloom being forecasted about what would happen if it, if it didn't occur uh, that there's a plausible scenario that it was that very uh, statement of how bad things were going to get that made the recession as bad as it was because, indeed, what happened was we got to 10% unemployment, a figure uh, two percentage points higher than what they said would happen if we didn't pass the program. So uh, uh, we can't really tell exactly uh, what each one of those steps would have been. It's... Uh, this is one of the frustrating but also very interesting aspects of uh, trying to deal with complex economic phenomena. Because it's about confidence, because it's about human behavior. It's not about those mathematical models. Precisely right. That, that says it in a nutshell. And then uh, just finally, if you had to give your verdict on this conference, it brought together a remarkable number of eminent people from a remarkable 
number of fields. What are the stories you'll take away and tell others? Well, I, I would just like to thank uh, Rob Johnson and George Soros for uh, putting together this conference. It is the first time, I think, ever uh, that uh, policymakers, uh, uh, chief theorists and Nobel Prize winners in the, econo in, in the profession, as well as historians of economic thought like me, are put together uh, all at one place uh, to try to learn from each other. I thought it was a remarkable success. I thought it was going to be good before I came, and it was better than I thought. Bruce Caldwell, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today on the New Economic Thinking uh, Conference, Crisis, What Crisis? My pleasure.